With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Audio Frontier. Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is Wrestling Death and is scheduled for one hour. Maybe more. It has no real-time limits making their way into your ears. First... From a place called Garniston, he is the Pyramid, Red Florence. It's going to be the funniest show ever because I'm all about the comedy and the money, money. baby. How much you gonna pay? And his partner, Fader Top Stevenson. From Mexico City to Beef Community Centre, I've got stories that are going to blow your mind. <laughs> Hey doing everyone, welcome to Wrestling Daft. I'm Billy Kirkwood. Relax, I've never fucking heard of me either. But I'm standing in this week. Uh, we've got an awesome show. But before I kick things off, and it's been a long time before I've got to do this. Oh yes! <laughs> Joining me on the show from the top end of Stevenson, Grado! I'm not going to throw for it. I've not got to throw for it, mate. Grado, how you doing, man? I gave me gooses, mate. Ages, ages since I've gone to do that. Back oh. in the day when you'd be in there kicking balls at ICW and I'd be there sweating balls at ringside. There we go. Mate, uh, I'm telling you, man, it's so good to see you, man. That was so good to hear that, man. That's made me miss wrestling so much, man. Is it any good these days? You want to get I, back into it? I, I want to get in it. Well, if my body lets me. If my body oh. lets me, Billy. It's, uh, it's been a tough old year. If uh, the lockdown stuff like that, as I say, I'm always moaning about my weight on this podcast, but it's got to the point where, I mean, I've got something at the end of the month, and I'm and I'm I'm struggling. I really am struggling thinking about it because my cardio is nothing just now. It's just been a case of constantly. I mean, you can yourself. You did a breakfast radio, but it's 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 hard, mate, to get into any sort of routine with us getting up in the middle of the night, carrying. Mate, tell me about it. It's like, honestly, my top half, I look like a melted candle. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's um, in some fucking state. Okay. All these folk were like, their cardio doing sex tapes during lockdown. I can do a sex TikTok at this rate. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> One pump and I'm done. <laughs> One pump and I'm done. Oh. Uh, but we've got a great show, man. Uh, I'm so excited to be here on Wrestling After You. We're going to catch up. We're going to get to talk some, some old school wrestling back in the day. But I tell you what, before we get going, uh, we're get into some correspondence from last week of exclusive footage from our pal Gary Cassidy from Inside the Ropes. I'm not going to talk myself up too much. I think this might be the most difficult question you get asked all day. Yeah. The most controversial question. WWE comes to you mm. and says, Sha, you can <laughs> hire one of these two men, but only oh. one of them, Grado or Jack Jester. Oh, what are you doing to me? What are you doing to me? <laughs> oh, mate, I can't answer that. You know, I can't. I'd rather see them both. Oh, that's really tough, mate. <laughs> I'd say Jack Jester. Jack Jester, oh. you know, 
We're, we're a good team. We've got great chemistry and I'd love to see him here. That's not a face to grade over, you know, he's more of an enemy than a friend. Yeah, I mean, I don't think Kinky Party ever split up and you guys worked so well together. I mean, he's a bit bigger than Noam Dar as well, so... Yeah, exactly. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll be sure to send that to Gradle later. Uh, oh, so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Like> that. <laughs> fuck him. You fucking turncoat. Yeah, Samuels, you're he's fucking... a dirty, 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 dirty bastard. I, I just and look at him; he's a skinny bastard now as well. But he's looking it. amazing, and it's for the better for he's he's um, obviously you need to be in tip top shape to be in the WWE. You need to, <laughs> you look good, so but aye. mate, mate, if he, if, he, if he's gonna throw shade at you like that though, he's putting a yellow sticker on his fucking career. Do you know what I mean? Just get. <laughs> That, that, that discount chicken at the end of the day, mate, is all he needs to worry about. Fucking Dana McGregor. Fucking. What is he talking about? That's an outrage. That's an outrage. Can, it's funny because it's funny because I can I can see him pure squirming in that video, man. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, cut that, cut that. Aye. <laughs> cut that because he knows this is what I would be like. He knows I'll go off my nut. <laughs> if anyone wants to go check out that full interview of basically. Shah Samuels ending his friendship with Grado, which is a fucking disgrace at this point. Uh, you can head over and check that out on uh, on his YouTube channel. But uh, uh, Grado, um, I'm I'm just sorry to say that Shah's done done you dirty like that. Do you want me to break <sighs> Jester's leg? Do you want me to push him down a flight of stairs or something? No, listen, honestly, Jester would be great in WWE. He would. He would. He would because he's he's a good character, man. A character like him would would be superb in WWE. Hundred percent. Mate, what are you talking about? I'm a big fan of like Johnny Tights, mm-hmm. Johnny Pickpads, or whoever they've got on this week, man. I think it's, I think it's, um, I think it's, um, I think it's, uh, I think it's a TV show that's on once a week. That's what I think of UK. <laughs> yes, yeah, we've talked about it on the show often. It's like it needs characters. It needs characters. It needs that. Totally, totally. And I've got not. They've got such a talented bunch of uh, boys and girls there, but we need some characters, man. They need to just liven up. Get some. Get a guy dressed on pretending he's like a time traveling Viking or something. That's <laughs> but here, but see, it's funny you're saying that. But looks, look at any. Was there not something on Twitter the other day about how NXT, the main NXT, is just full of folk with gimmicks now? They've totally, completely turned it around, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Well, they probably they should do that with NXT UK. But I mean, every one of them on that roster are, are tremendous on the NXT UK roster. Um, what are you laughing at, John? No, they, are, they really, really are. But it would be good to see them come out a wee bit more. With characters, but I'm sure they would all agree with that with themselves. Well, no daft, come on. We can make them all British characters if they want. They can have like the traffic warden or something. And I don't know, like when a guy runs the ropes too fast, they slaps a ticket on somebody halfway through, and makes that stop. I don't know. If, if Jim Smallman wants me to do something, then he's got my number, but he'll no fucking ring it. Right, what's next, John? Because your, your sheets are giving me the fear. Uh, Kyle Customs has been in touch as well. He's added to Kyle Customs, who is, I don't know if you know, Billy, uh, makes wrestling figures amazing. He made one of Grado. Uh, yes. And he, he does like a mate. Go and check out his Instagram if you can. Um, he's got this whole thing that he adds like old school wrestling things. So he's this week, he's uh, added to what he deems what I wanted as a kid and never got. He's put, bought himself some WWF bed sheets. <laughs> <laughs> Which means me to the question is, did you have wrestling bed sheets, Grado? No, I never did. No, because I was late to the game, man. You know, I, I vividly what was what was on your bed sheets then? What do you have in your bed sheets? When you're Rangers, Rangers ones. Right, obviously. Rangers. Obviously. <laughs> was it like and a Rangers crest? It was like the Rangers tartan and before that it was was it maybe Dandy? 
Dan, Desperate Dan. I'm sure. Oh, De- Desperate Dan. Is that not the two, the two same men? There's a dandy, aye. Desperate uh, Dan. Uh, De- aye, one, the, the big guy with the big chin. Aye, aye, it's Desperate Dan. Aye, aye. What bed sheets, Billy? Well, I come from a Scottish-Irish family, so we definitely had, like, um, and I'm the third lane, so I got a number of fucking hand-me-downs. I probably had, like, fucking Bay City Rollers on mine or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, Davies, fucking, these were, my, these were mine when I was away, and you're getting them now. <laughs> we would never get anything new. Like, uh, I, I don't know, I think maybe I got, like, random American football ones, like the San Francisco 49ers or some <laughs> shit, despite the fact I've never seen a game before in my bloody life. Um, I'd have to draw I'd actually literally have to draw a wrestler on my bed sheets when I was away to get custom duvet covered do you know something David and Margaret you can go fuck yourselves <laughs> <laughs> you know what do you think, do you think see wouldn't it be brilliant if you got like Wayne's um, covers like double covers like for like you put on your wife comes to bed or whatever and you have this fucking WWF double fucking see if I thought I could get 1991 Royal Albert Hall, like the king size duvet cover. I would have that on every. I'd have no problem about pumping my wife on the Legion of Doom's faces. I would have no, <laughs> no issue with that at all. Oh, oh what a rush! <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake! Rab, Rab's off this week, so we know how much he enjoys visual content uh, on the podcast. Uh, you'll be able to see this or if you get the video version on Patreon. Uh, but Stevie uh, has just come across a picture which I thought was quite good. And it's basically King of the Hill, but they've changed it to Sting of the Hill. And they've made the guy out of King of the Hill in a sting mask with the baseball bat. And they made Darby Allen. I can't remember the name of the King of the Hill's son. What was who was he called? Oh, fuck. I don't know. Martin or something. Bobby, that was Bobby. It. Bobby. And they've turned Bobby into Darby Allen. So. I, I appreciate that shit. So that I like visual content. I love stuff like that. Did you ever see when, like, you know, the Peanuts, the Charlie Brown cartoons, and I think it was like the Shield. So you had like Charlie Brown, Snoopy, and <laughs> Woman or something. I love shit like that, man. I don't know why W. If W. Like they, they don't do shit like that. They don't do shit like that. She did crop more crossover stuff, like Escape the Undertaker and stuff like that. That's like the. Have you played Escape the Undertaker? Oh, yet? is it? Oh, it's out now. Is it the day or something? It's out now. He can fucking die. The Undertaker is cre- very creepy on it uh, occasionally. He's basically, I don't know, I thought it was a couple of times it insinuated he wanted to, you know, bad in about the big day. Uh, big day, big day. I'm taking the big show. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm taking the new day and I'll smash them together. Did you just press <laughs> next. Like going to a wedding. Did you complete it, Billy? Did you complete it? Better fuck, I've no time to do that. I, I think I like I died almost straight away. I got in the Undertaker's mansion and he turns up and goes, I'm the Undertaker, what are you doing? And I was like, I don't leave and I just left. <laughs> 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 it gives so you, you the option to leave. Does it? So you get killed? Uh, you can either you can get killed or you can get buried. Oh, that right. type of thing. But the thing is the Undertaker's doing this weird thing, like, you know how Billy Ray is going bald and the Undertaker's going bald and what they do is, is they get like an undercut and they get it up it's like it's all at the back of their head mm-hmm. it just looks dead weird it's like a big fat ponytail right at the back of their head, their head. it's like a, a reverse it's like a reverse skullet the, the hair's there but it's nowhere fucking else but, is, is shave under- it off right um, more visual content <laughs> we this got sent in Grado you like this one Stephen sent us in uh, I don't know if you saw this at the weekend so uh, imagine this 
We're going back to football, football wrestling crossover as we do. Uh, Ange gets sacked. The lights go out at Celtic Park. Boom! The disco lights come on with something inside so strong playing. And oh my God, that's Neil Lennon's music as he walks into the pitch and uh, smashes some uh, beer together. I'm sure uh, Billy can pass comment on that. He likes to comment on the Fitbit type stuff. Well, I, 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 I just... Well, as you know, I'm a big football guy, Grado. So Who's your favourite player again, Billy? Uh, what's that? Who's your favourite player again? I mean, they're all, they're all good. <laughs> Did you say David Tweeter was your favourite player, Billy? <laughs> David Tweeter? He's I on know. the show later on in the running, do you know that? What? You're joking, man. I can't believe it. Do you know he nearly signed for Kilmarnock? <laughs> <laughs> we have recorded the interview with David Tweeter already, which you'll be able to hear later on. Well, that's a wee tease, isn't it? Mate, babe. <laughs> Kayfabe. No, sorry, Kayfabe said, yeah, okay, sorry. Um, Rochi boy, now this is fuck. This was fucking brilliant. Did you see Arn Anderson's promo? I heard about it, but they're gone. They're gone. Rochi boy says, after Arn Anderson's metal promo, you said a glock on someone who tries to nick his motor. Can we think of any other promos with wrestlers suggesting they kill people? I was at an ICW show where Lionheart threatened to use a blade on Joe Henry. Wow, also, right. I remember Brian Pullman and his loose can gimmick actually pulling a gun on Stone Cold Steve Austin in that feud in 1997. So he did. Did Edge not pull out a gun against the Portuguese boy? What do you call him? No, the other way about. What you call the Portuguese man of war? No, Vladimir. No, what's the guy that's in AEW that plays all the computer games now? Oh, Miro. 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 Did Miro not pull it again years ago? Wait, he was Portuguese. Was he not Portuguese? Is he not Portuguese? He's Portuguese. Oh, ah, sorry. Aye, put the Bulgarian. Christ, aye, whatever. But anyway, he pulled out a gun in front of Edge. They know years ago. I remember that. And I remember Kurt Angle where. Remember the cut angle? No, um, shoot the big show. We uh, <laughs> we one I of the things. Any of this? Do they know like one of the things when you shoot? Would you call that when when a uh, vet state to put down bulls? Would you call that like a sleeper gun? Oh, like uh, like what the boy had in No Country for Old Men, like uh, one of those eye things. Something like that. I don't remember I'm, that at all. Aye, big show. He get, I'm sure he gets, he get, um, thing weed in the bum, and then he, he went to sleep. A dart s- gun. What? A, like a dart gun. I like a dart gun that made him sleep. Seeing that, the Undertaker tied to live and bomb, um, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and he tied him up to a giant, um, crucifix. <laughs> yeah, tied him up to a giant. I, I think. More wrestlers you threaten to kill folk in the ring. I think that would be pretty like I will fucking just imagine that. Aye. Um, I mean, maybe you no know, like a preliminary match or something. No, like you know, I don't know, like um, uh, the Bushwhackers versus the Natural Disasters or something, and being like, I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna cut you, I'm gonna cut you open <laughs> and crawl inside you, yeah, your rag prick. And <laughs> like, but, settle down, look. But Billy, do you know think it is weird, right? Uh, the Yanks are that obsessed with guns. I'm surprised there's no been like mere guns used. Like, see, like a, a street fighter, an ODQ match. <laughs> Somebody shoots a man. But seriously, but I'm surprised they've never done it as much as with them because they're obsessed with all there. Gun on a pole that. match. Aye. Oh, that's a good point. The smoking guns came out. They had guns. Imagine they just turned around and went to preliminary wrestlers. Bang, bang, bang. Fucking one, two, three. No, no. No, if it was CEW, they'd fucking kick it. That's true enough. That's true enough. <laughs> um, well, more guns and wrestling, that's what we're saying. Uh, oh, 
not. It's not. It's completely what we're saying now. We're not we're saying that. We're not saying that. No, we're not saying that. Uh, off the back. More tatty guns. More tatty guns and wrestling. Aye, we spud gun. That'll be funny. Spud gun. That is a for ICW right there. Um, off the back last week's chat, we're chatting about James Bond wrestling films. We threw a few out, and uh, the listeners have been in touch with a couple yes. of Jesus. See if you pop for any of these ones, boys, right? Uh, Darren says, Max Moonraker and From Rusev with Love. Uh, can I just stop you here, right? We are working uh, Breakfast Radio here. Is anybody else fed up talking about James Bond? Yeah, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it's a good film, but I'm sure, like, I wonder who the next James Bond's going to be. Do you know something? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually give a fuck. Seriously, I mean? but but honestly, I feel as if all I've done is talk about James Bond. Don't get me wrong, I downloaded Goldfinger on Saturday. Did you? Oh, very nice. Mm hmm. I watched that. I watched that on my Sky. I watched a bit of Nuna Hot. Well, no. Oh, no. A bit of Nuna. And then I get kind of fed up. But it was, it was quite good. It was interesting. Have you, have you seen the new Bond film? No, but I want to see it. No, I didn't want to see it. It's good, mate. It is good. It is right. good. No, I, I got paid to go and see it. Oh, did you? Yeah, see, I, I remember I, Billy got paid at work to go and see it. That was, that was a nice little gig, that. Um, okay. I know. Um, Andrew uh, says Thunder Rosa Ball. All right. Smiley face. The world title is not enough. Oh. That's all right. Louise. I, 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 I got to say, I just would love that to be a line in a promo. That, <laughs> yeah, that is a good promo that, line, actually. That, that's like a good bad guy line. World title is not enough. I want it all, mate. That is a good, get that written down. Uh, Louise says, gold dust finger. I, I like this. I like this one. Scott says, never, ever say never again. Um, Greg, you only live Morgan twice. You did there, Adam. Shamer, Shamer's been in touch. Die another, die another new day. That's the best one. Oh, yeah, you just say that because Shamer. You just say that because Shamer. Uh, Vanilla Gorilla says no time to tie and tie. Decent. Uh, Colden, the man with the golden billy gun and the living new day lights. And Dan finishes up with Doctor Team Hell No Golden IRS. From Russia with dude love, and that's that is a lot there. Can I just say a lot of these sound like wrestlers making pornos? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know they're probably no many, but they do. And, yeah. and I'll live away. I love Mick Foley. I do not need to see him doing porn. <laughs> no, no one wants to see that. No. Odd job squad. Love it. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, great the wins. Great the wins. That was the best one. That, that was the best one. I love that. That was the best one. Uh, Grado, uh, before we leave, um, you've been speaking to your brother about wrestling. Your brother's been on this podcast several times before reviewing wrestling. Uh, he has very strong opinions on the big show. Um, you asked him about CM Punk's move to AEW, I believe, and he's That's, got a, a response to us. Just to give you an update on uh, I. So I asked him about CM Punk going to AEW. His response was... Don't understand why you're telling me that. Like, <laughs> that means nothing to me. I couldn't give a flying fuck. It's fucking shit. <laughs> I then told him that the big show had went to AEW. <laughs> fuck off, man. He's a fucking roaster, man. What's that program he was in? Oh, my God. It was fucking dreadful. Then... 
just why I don't know if you wish them a happy birthday today. And that was the personal one, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Did you wish them a happy birthday? No, I better do it when I come after this. So you better remind, remind that to, to do that. So uh, that's your correspondence from this week. If you want to get in touch with any that stuff or any random wrestling stuff for next week, please do uh, Twitter Wrestling Daft on Instagram Wrestling Daft Podcast or just Wrestling Daft on Facebook or email us. Do it the old-fashioned way, wrestlingdaft at gmail.com. Can I just say I love the way your brother's tone changed about the happy birthday thing? Did you wish him on a happy birthday? <laughs> like, like that man, it just changed. I'll make sure what a roaster. Did you wish him on a happy birthday? Okay. I put the fear of God in me and I don't think I've met the boy. You know she, she she does my melt, so I better actually. Not that she does much these days, but <laughs> <laughs> Right, so every week we separate the bad from the good in wrestling and the never say never agains and the no time to dies, right? So, this is what we've got to talk about. Uh, so we've got Stevens. is that Stonder or Stoner? That's well, first Stonder. of all, Billy, are you getting you want to put over? No, to wade in here and tell you what today here. But usually Billy likes, uh, Billy, what's his name? Rab. Rab, he likes to kind of... Is there anyone to bury or put over? Because I, I, I never have anything, Billy, but I've got something to put over this week. Oh, have you? All right. Now, um, what do I want to? Oh, fuck. What do I want to bury? Right, um, you, you want to hang then, and I'll just take, tell you mine. Let's hear it, mate. What have you got for us? Oh, just another. Well, let's me get the Sky package back. Right. Right. So, you know, when we put Sky, I'm not going out my way to download things and try and watch it. And, Torrents and all that shit. I'm no, I'm not. Now that I've got Sky back, I thought I'd get a wee chance. Now I watched the condensed version of SmackDown on Friday, which is the first time I've watched SmackDown in years. And by the way, I actually thoroughly enjoyed it. The best thing about it, I was hee hawing laughing, was at the um, Happy Corbin thing with this new yeah. boy that he's brought out. Is it Riddick Moss? Yeah, yeah. He was about before a couple of years ago, but I think well, he got quite badly injured. The, the, the shtick that they had was hilarious. It was like this. It was like I, did, I don't know if did you see any see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see it? I, I thought it was quite funny. This is my new mate. Uh, he's dead funny. You know, like, tell tell a joke. This guy, hang on, this guy's shtick. I have to say this guy's brand new. Check my new pal. And then we went into the ring and they're hee hawing, laughing, and high fiving one another. Maybe I'm overreacting, but it, it tickled me. I thought that's actually quite good. And then the rest of it, because there's no adverts, it's only done to like maybe an hour and five minutes. And it was so easy to watch. There was a, I think there was an eight man tag, which was brand new. The stuff with the Roman Reigns and Heyman, I couldn't get quite into it. I know you're kind of cream yourselves yeah. with that, but um, I just wanted to kind of let everybody know I watched a wee bit of wrestling and enjoyed it. <laughs> it's, a, it's a rarity. <laughs> you know, I, you know, I thought it was quite. You know, I, I thought it was quite good about it. Is you get the feeling that uh, Baron Corbin is is having a ball. Mm-hmm. And you know something? It just makes them watchable, man. Like I'm, I'm pure getting sick of wrestlers looking like they're fucking miserable, particularly in WWE. So that's why I actually quite like the fact they're adding a bit of colour to like NXT and what have you, because Baron looks like he's having a ball. Can I ask you this, right? I ask you this, Billy, right? He's not getting fed up, but uh, I feel as if I'm noticing this, right? When somebody turns heel in the wrestling now, they've got to do this, come out with the gear on and the big jackets and as if they've got hundreds of money and... Can that kind of Rick? There's near, there's near bad guys that are right bad bastards. Yeah. So check me. That's me, a bad guy. And you, I've got the new coat. I've got my new gear. I've got my my dear glasses. Do you get where I'm coming from? Aye, aye, no, aye. No, you're right. We bit, no. Yeah, yeah, no. 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 
Because I, I just see, right. just when I saw Becky Lynch come out with the with the big the big jacket and all that, I'm going. It's the same all the time now, isn't it? The big glasses and uh, what do you call them? Um, oh, Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins as well. Seth Rollins, aye, you're right. There's there's no, there's no big Jake Ball bad guy. I, th- I think it seems to be you turn bad guy and you get a button menswear card or something. <laughs> you're right, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you're right. You know what? It, you know what it's from? It's from Conor McGregor wearing the big fur coats and exactly. the glasses, and everyone thinks, "Oh, that's what a bad guy is now." <laughs> but like you say, nobody's a big bad bastard anymore. A big market like, bad guy. You know what I mean? You know, like, let's, let's go. Let's go backstage and see what Seth Rollins up to. What are you doing, Seth? Bang. I'm just battering this bag of cats. Anyway, I'll see you later on the night. Big show. <laughs> just a bad bastard of a boy. Like, I remember years ago in, uh, in, in TNA, it used to really annoy me. Sorry, not TNA Impact. Um, all the bad guys all had, like, they just seemed to be really over-elaborate and just really, and they just like, where's the big roughnecks, man? Where's the, where's the big... Fucking bad bastards of boys. You know, you might be scared. You might be Aye. scared of these guys. Like, where's Stan Hansen who looked like he'd ragdoll you in a prison? Do you know what I mean? I want, I want guys like that. Exactly. What you, Billy, you're bang on. I watched the bit in SmackDown. Seth Rollins was in Edgy's house. Know what he done? He was drinking his diluting juice out the fridge. <laughs> fucking <laughs> asshole. Bring up his double concentrate oh, oh, as well. Do you know what I mean? The fucking crossfit asshole. I was disgusted. <laughs> you know what I mean? He fucking drank his juice. Anyway. Whereas, as you know, from you break into somebody's food, you're going to take a shit in the living room floor and break the telly. Exactly. You're going to steal the controller for their PlayStation 5, so Edge is coming here and going, where's the fucking controller? The fucking bastard? That's almost as dear as a console. You're right, mate. Change the pin on Sky. <laughs> they, so they, so they can't watch any any kind of uh, fifteen what films at four o'clock in the day. What, what a fucking take the batteries out the fucking TV controller? Ah, fuck you, Edge. Imagine that. So makes a cup of tea and he puts in the milk first, and it's like yeah, fucking prick, Seth Rollins. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Just and the thing is, if Edge went in the ring and listed out this, these are all the things he did in my house, right? These are all the things he did in my house. Took out one of the batteries in the remote. <laughs> Fucking asshole, right? <laughs> Didn't he lock the back door when he left? <laughs> Fucking prick. Let the dog run through the house. <laughs> that dog shits in that living room. I'll tell you this now, that carpet was a wedding present. <laughs> Fans would lose their mind. But it, it's like you say, where's, where's, the, where's the big bad guys, man? Mm-hmm. Where's the big... Instead of going, ah, and, and by the way, if I hear one more wrestler refer to a title match as an opportunity I am oh. fucking going to scream in a baby's face I swear to fuck did you did, did you see any of Raw because I put on a wee bit of Raw and all they've done something oh. with, with Jeff Hardy and Austin Theory and they could see it a mile away he comes running down with the phone the, the phone the phone and he's giving it Jeff can I get a selfie and I'm thinking this he's only going one way he's going to fucking knock him out but see that it's like See when they do things like that in the wrestling, I hate it. See when they, they try to bring in selfies into it. It was a bit like The Simpsons starting to have like YouTube on their... Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. do you get what I mean by that? It's like, oh, come on, I'm talking shit. I'm no, 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 you're right. Because it's meant to be like... It's meant to be like suspension of disbelief, isn't it? Like, Aye. we know Bruce Willis isn't really jumping off the top and Akitomi Tower and die hard. Mm-hmm. Like, we, we know that. But imagine if halfway through it, he suddenly went, by the way, I'm just an actor. 
you know what I mean? It would take you over, and it kind of just we're wanting to get away from real life, and we're, we're wanting to see some of that. And you're right when they start using things like, like you say, if there's some guy going, uh, I'll, I'm just logging in. Oh fuck, look at that! I've got to, I've got to tick the boxes and see where how many motorbikes there is. <laughs> crosswalk, a crosswalk, no fuck's sake! We're buying one, mate. We're buying one. You got any so, put over Billy? Well, um, I, I, in terms of wrestling in general, I'm still really enjoying AEW, guys, I have to say. Um, don't get me wrong, they've got a lot of shows on, right? They've got like one, two, three, four shows. Like, there's a lot of wrestling to watch in a week. So I quite like the fact their shows are condensed. But again, I kind of come back to it. Um, I kind of talked about it. Where's the proper bad guys? Like, where's the... Where's the bastards? Why is it everyone suddenly gets an entourage in pink suits? And I'm talking mm-hmm. about Don Callis, um, who's great on the mic and all that type of thing. But uh, just the, the biggest heel in wrestling right now is fucking MGF, just because he does oh, everything right. He's the man. He just goes, so You're a dick. I mean, he doesn't, his own mum and dad mm-hmm. said they didn't like him. Mm-hmm. He's just the best full stop. Do you know what he, he really, really impressed me? As well, Dan Lambert, like he's uh, on he's the mic. Good. He's really good. He gets it, man. He gets it. I just want to know why it used to be like to wrestle a bad guy. I mean, Gredo had red lightning and all, all manner. Of the, like, folk could, could talk you into the seats. It makes me care. It makes me care. And even Roman Reigns tell me bit. I mean, he does look like a big oily horse. Am I the only person that's noticed that? Even he's a little too like stoic. It's like, well, I only get angry when I get angry. Fucking do something. Do something. Throw a pie. Once we're bad guys. So that would be it. Uh, um, and at the moment, and uh, I don't know, Jeff Hardy does something with him. He just feels like he's just kind of stuck in the middle waiting to get released. So He did. Well, he kind of teased that when Smackdown, you're going to see another side to me and you're like, ah. Sometimes the things never work out either. Then to know when they try and they try and tweak it. I could be wrong, but it does feel a wee bit as if he's stuck in there. Is it purgatory or something like that? No. Uh, exactly. oh, yeah. See if he brings that Willow and the Wisp character or whatever he had. Oh, remember that. When he pits on a mask and you're just like, this is heavy shit. That's this what I like, mean. Dog shit. Oh, you don't need that. It's, it's like that prick that plays Oasis at a party. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> can you just not enjoy yourself? Put the guitar down. Aye, maybe he wants to see that. Maybe he wants to see that. I hope he's not been backstage like turning up with a mask not going here, check this out and showing YouTube videos and that. Yeah, this is about five or six years ago, right? TNA, right? And what they done is they let me do whatever I wanted and I put on that mask, right? Ah, you're right, I don't want that. No, don't want that. Don't want that. We move on to the listeners. Um, we've got Steve Stoner is putting over the Scots getting a well-deserved second season. I wish Rab was here to hear that. Uh, yeah. Well done, and, Trips. Burying the fact that we still haven't got Man Puncher versus Boxhead Three. Hurry up, Rockstar! Any I, idea what he's talking compu- about? Is that Games Master chat? Isn't it? He's oh. just he's trying right. to try to pop Rab with some Games Master chat there. Oh, uh, we'll get it up easily here. I know. Yeah, and, but Rab, if you're watching, if they bring back Dave Perry, punch him in the dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding on by the way. Steve's it's the only reference I've got. Uh, uh, let's see, we got Falcon bury the draft. Just fucking stop it. Oh, it was brutal, but really, wasn't it? See, the thing is, see when he kept going like, oh, look, this guy's no moving. Why bother? Exactly, but like, that's what I was saying. I'm going, because I, I can keep up. And I'm going, but hold on, this, he's just in the same show and the commentators are going, oh, my God, Monday night's about to be brilliant. He's staying. Yeah. 
I don't think it's. I thought the whole point was to. I quite liked it when they first did it because it was something different. But um, beyond it now, it just seems an excuse to fill your time, man. I think it's done. I think it's done. And- uh, got Lee's got one to put over. I want to make mention for Dante Martin. The lad is an outstanding talent and surely a future champion. Um, he's uh, one of the young guys that's over in um, AEW right now. Mm. Very good. Very is very good. Did he team uh, with Matt Seidel? I think he did. I think he did. Good why? Uh, he looks good. On elevation. Uh, Berry, though, how AEW is going to manage so much talent and inconsistent storylines. The top performers aren't going to be content about YouTube shows. And uh, I hope last week when... Malachi saying he's done with the Rhodes family isn't how they intend an end in feuds, feuds, sorry, and just ending storylines. I've had a bit of a flat one, so I don't think they have, man. I think Malachi's been, or uh, are we call him Alistair Black? Are we still calling him Alistair Black? Tommy no. End, Tommy. Yeah. yeah, well, Tommy End, big, big Dante, come here, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, the stuff about the YouTube content, I don't know if people will be bothered about that because, uh, they get good hits on their YouTube, don't they? Yeah, man, it's YouTube's free. a new telly anyway. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's it's free. It just it's just pointing you towards the big money shows. And you see, first time AEW tour outside of America, it's going to be fucking huge business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, going to be huge business. I'll be mm-hmm. buying a ticket. Do you know what I mean? So it's like mm-hmm. fuck it, um, or maybe I'll try and get a free one from the boys. Do you know what I mean? Aye, <laughs> can but try, can but try. Um, we got also got Stevie's uh, wants to put up a Sammy Guevara uh, winning the TNT title, um, and the Scots getting a second season, and Rab getting the Games Master Guide. Congratulations again, Rab. Um, uh, what week he's had, and uh, Barry Kevin Owens treatment because Kevin Owens just seems to be a guy in WWE now, and he used to be a world champion. What do you think? I don't know. I, it's funny because I was I was watching when he did wrestle um, Happy Corbin and. Um, he put him over, I was going, I bet you the internet goes bush at this. And there you go, you've got somebody saying Kevin Owens treatment. I don't watch it, but I've got a good feeling that he'll end up in the EW. Yeah? I, I, oh, I, I, do you know? I think yeah. eventually yeah, he might. EW wrestler Kevin Owens, Perfect. isn't he? But, I mean, just because everybody else is gone doesn't mean to say that he will go. He might mm. be enjoying. I think he enjoys what he does. I think he loves being in WWE. And I think, I don't think... Um, I don't know. He might. He might not have the same. Um, oh, I'm getting too tired. I'm talking shit now. I, I Move guess, on. I guess it's one of those things that nobody's got a job for life, though. Now, do you know what I mean? Like, if he turns around and goes, "I am leaving," and they go, "Right, we'll sign you to a five-year deal," and then mm-hmm. he can be a commentator and he thinks I'm retiring this, and then two years later, John Laurinaitis phones up and goes, "No, sorry, mate, we need to buy new uh, caffeine pods for the coffee machine in Vince's <laughs> office." So. Vince wants a new Jurassic skull, so you're going to have to fucking patch it. Sorry, pal. <laughs> oh, man, Do you know what I mean? I don't know, man. It's uh, I, I, I like Kevin Owens. Um, I love him to say, but I don't know, man. Um, he is getting kind of shafted a wee bit, maybe. But like you say, folk are talking about it. So as long as they're better to be talking about you in some way. He's um, funny, man. <laughs> Sorry, I've just thought of something. Because obviously I had a wee bottle of wine on Saturday night when I was watching Smackdown. Right. And I was sitting drinking and Stephanie sitting there, man. She was eight months pregnant. I was drinking wine and Kevin Owens was on. I'm going, see that guy there? He's an inspiration to me. <laughs> <laughs> and she's going, why? I'm like, because he's getting the muscles. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got a belly. That's part of it. He's an inspiration to me, by the way. 
Kevin does kind of look like the guy that plays snooker with your brother, though, doesn't he? I wonder if he's watched them on Happy Birthday. <laughs> I fucking get on it, Owen, mate. <laughs> 23 hours left, get on with it. Um, and uh, is there any other ones you want to cover there, mate? Any other ones you want to cover there, John? Uh, we've got Ben put over the fact the draft has happened and can now mean new matches and give us a chance to see Drew versus Roman Reigns, which is a money match, isn't it? Drew versus Reigns, they did it once, so be good again. Get a card. Uh, Bury the draft, it just doesn't have the feel to, same feel to it anymore. Totally agree with that. And Ian says, uh, Bury the way WWE do the draft. A lot of criticism of the draft. I prefer it being a full separate show on a Wednesday night where they do this draft separately, have fans in attendance and have like superstars turn up in suits like the NFL. That'd be a good idea. Is it interesting telly though? Nah, it's not really because it's, it's, I mean, it's kayfabe, so it's like, no, nah, it's not really. You know, it's like, I'd rather fucking see them play a big game of British Bulldogs and <laughs> make them hey. line up like at school. Do you know what I mean? Heidi Tig backstage for the for the for the draft. <laughs> I gave my copy. <laughs> so I do, man. I just think folk turning up in suits to be shite. So um, no, no, it's not very exciting, is it? Nah, nah. But that's good that you're enjoying the wrestling, Billy. Just before we wrap up the buries and putovers, what's um, what's happening? Anything good in ICW? Anything you want to put over there? Uh, well, well, I've got to say, uh, we've got a, a hungry young team of folk just now that are doing really well. Our boy Daz Black, who's our new uh, Zero G champs, doing a great <laughs> job. Um, we've got uh, our boys in the manifesto, Dylan Thorne. Uh, he's really, really fucking good. Grant McIver, uh, Eddie Castle. Uh, loads of exciting things coming on. We're on the, we're on the road to uh, Beer and Loathing, where we're going to have a, a big money match. As our uh, as our uh, main event, where we're going to crown a new world heavyweight champion, because uh, Noam's been unable to defend the title, so uh, it's been vacated. So that's going to be a huge one back in the barrels for our first big show. And we're doing these TV taping shows just now. We're just in front of hundred fans, and we're really good. Uh, but we're looking forward to getting back out and uh, this young roster man. They're killing it. But we'd love to see uh, more familiar faces. That's not a hint, and that's not me. <laughs> Saying anything, but you know what I mean. You know what I mean. I'm just, uh, just uh, uh, one I man's know. opinion. All right, okay, thanks. I, I know, I, I know what you mean. Just one more thing to, to kind of tell that off. Um, Toll always puts himself over <laughs> in the group chat. He says he's doing really well on ICW, is he? I might know. <laughs> <laughs> right, let me tell you about CBD because it's helping me day in day out. I have trouble with my sleeping, my pain. I get anxiety, my gut issues because of my IBS, but it helps you with even more. This CBD is helping a hell of a lot of people. In a world where post-lockdown and mental health might not be the strongest, it can be a lifesaver for some folk. By the way, I've spoke about how I've got sleep issues and pain issues, anxiety and stuff like that, but it doesn't just deal with that. It helps with depression, inflammation, eh, brain fog, and loads of other things that they can, they can help you on a day-to-day -day basis. Now, Wrestling Daft, they've teamed up with Platinum CBD for Columbia Care. It's the world champion in the CBD world. Now, they've brought their expertise, their CBD expertise, for America, and they've made this sophisticated CBD wellness range for the Brits, right? Because it's beautiful. I've uh, I've been dabbling in it for the last couple of weeks. I've been using it very, very frequently, especially the CBD oil and, and peppermint. It comes 
um, and the drops and you can also get it unflavoured as well it's easy to take especially the soft gel capsules now none of this gear contains THC it's vegan friendly it's 100% organic and it's backed with scientific research and it makes sure that you get a premium CB pro CBD product every time now as I said uh, the Platinum CBD stuff I got a couple of weeks ago I was kind of honing it out right. at my work and I've managed to get codes for, for Folk Billy and folk are just absolutely raving about it as I say especially the sleep sleeping at night the anxiety but the big thing for me Billy instead of me you know um, polluting my body with stuff like lepiramide hydrochloride for my gut issues for my shiting I am using Platinum CBD you're using this every day and you're fine the effects straight away? I'm, I'm no joking, it does help right away. It really, really does. It kind of calms down my belly. Every night I take it before I go to my bed, I get a long, long sleep. I don't have that kind of sort of brain fog uh, in the morning because obviously then breakfast radio, you can yourself, you've got to be on it full pelt. I feel as if my concentration's back. But the biggest thing as well as that feeling that sometimes you can wake up with a wee bit of anxiety and it can you struggle to get your morning on the go. But this Platinum CBD, it seems to kind of... Don't know whether it masks it or whatever, but it just makes me feel brand Yeah. Everybody needs a wee bit of that, especially just now. Especially just now. Oh, you're damn tootin', son. Ma making you feel less like a bag of smashed up crackers first thing in the morning. Get in about your day. Hell yeah, Billy. Now listen, mate, if you want to get involved in it, it's easy to get sorted out with the stuff. We've got a cheeky wee discount on the go with Plantum CBD, so you can try it for yourself. Here's the website, call-care.uk. C-O-L dash care.uk use the discount code daft20 right and you'll get um what will you get john you'll get 20% off credo you get 20% off that's right i forgot so let us know how you go on mate send us a wee tweet because it's working for loads of folk i've got everybody on it at the work and uh, i've got family and friends asking about it because i've heard it through the podcast i'm kidding you not get a wee bash it's safe vegan friendly the full lot get yourself sorted out with platinum CBD. Thank you very much. There you go, CBD daft, mate. Yes! <laughs> Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the part of the show where we invite you, the listeners, to do a run-in. Only this week, we've got a special run-in as we've discovered this man was a celebrity wrestling fan. So please, will you welcome former Middlesbrough, Bolton and England centre-half, David Witter. There he is. Oh, that's hey! the boys. That's hey! the boys. How are you getting on, David, mate? Not bad, mate. How are you? Thanks for oh, having me. I'm brand new. I'm telling you what, right, we've, uh, we discovered that you were a wrestling fan a couple of weeks ago. Now, the guy, I don't know if he's your top left, John McAnally, he's a producer, and he's no stoked talking about you. For the last couple of weeks, he's been putting you over every week. Apparently, you're a big wrestling fan. Tell us your story, Biggin. Well, obviously, when I was younger, I think I was about seven, we, we didn't have Sky then, and my dad was working offshore. He, he just right. bring, he'd bring tapes back because he had Sky then. And uh, I think the, f the first one he brought back was WrestleMania 10. 
Sorsi beat a big Bret Hart fan from, from then, really. And Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon, I think one of the best matches ever. Wasn't Wait, that, that, that's a good one to kick things off with. And have you, have you, you've continued being a wrestling fan all these years. Who's, oh, who's your guys oh, now? Yeah. Who's your guys right now? I, Roman Reigns, you know, I think since he's, he's, he's turned that corner, I think he's much better, isn't he? Now he's, he's stopped getting booed and everything. <laughs> So <laughs> at least he's getting booed for being a bad guy now, as opposed to just existing, which it seemed to be like a year ago or something. Exactly. But, Paul Heyman, isn't it? You with him? You you sorted, I think. I'm so it's, it's it's funny because when I heard that you were a wrestling fan, fan, I thought you were going to be one of these guys that loved it when you were a wee boy, and you know you go to tapes and like you said, but you're honestly telling me that every week you're tuning in, you're watching Raw, and you're watching SmackDown. Oh, see, I watched it all. Yeah. Every, I, Got the network, of course. Nice. Right. And you, but you know what it's like? A lot of the um, like the WWE have always had a hard-on for big athletes and all that. Have you never had a wee kind of temptation to go down there and get, try and get yourself a tryout? I'd love to. I think, I think I'm, I'm just, I'm not, I've never had an ab in my life. I've never had abs. I just, just don't think I'm, I'm just like a, I'm like a scarecrow. Listen, right. mate, you, you don't need abs. Tell, tell them, Billy. No, well, look, look, mate, you should see that the neck of us here in Scotland, some of us are potatoes and spandex, but we're still managing to make it happen. Look at the neck of Drew. Look at the neck of big Drew McIntyre. It's a shame, that boy, the neck he's got himself into. Grado, it's a disgrace, isn't it? It's a disgrace, and Billy can talk here, by the way, because I don't know if you know this, David. Have you ever heard of ICW, Insane Championship Wrestling? Yeah, right, no. well, Billy's a commentator on there, right, and I wrestled on ICW, and I used to pretend, well, I used to kind of rip off cut Angle. Yeah. And when I when I was about to do like my finishing manoeuvres manoeuvres manoeuvres, I'd take the straps down and Billy Kurtwood, the commentator, would go, Here he is, Grado getting out his big hairy airshot tits. <laughs> so mate, it doesn't you don't need abs, man. A bit of, no, a bit of charisma, you're obviously fit. I'd love I mean, to do it. you know, the ring people don't understand that, do they? The rings are like solid. I know yes. um, you know Ty, T Tyson T Bone. Aye. Yeah. I'm a, Quite good friends with him. I went to see him one time, and it was the first time I got in a ring. And it's just—he he jumped from the top rope actually and landed on his knees. And I, I thought, "Oh my god!" And then he walked out. He walked out afterwards, walking like a duck. I said, "What?" <laughs> I said, "What's wrong?" He said, "Oh, it's when I jumped off that and landed on my knees." But I went in, and it's, it's solid, isn't it? People uh, think that. Oh, I, I mean, it's like I, I was just talking to my brother there, who um who hates wrestling, man, and he's always saying, he's a jumping about in a fucking trampoline. It's a fucking trampoline. But all people don't... Wine. I'm not even arresting that. All that winds me up. Oh, aye. I mean, there's the, he he detests it and thinks it's one lot of rubbish, but a lot of folk don't realise that the ring is, especially in the UK, man, the rings are solid. Solid. But, you, you, I mean, obviously your body gets used to it, but... You've never... Did you ever play uh, wrestling out the back door? <laughs> oh, yeah, but we used to make hardcore dens in, like, the, in the industrial estates. We'd find, like, <laughs> cars and stuff like that and make hardcore dens. Fucking <laughs> yes. Tires. All right, who was, your, who was your character then when you were wrestling back then? Who was your guy that you decided to be? Because you've got somebody in your head when you're playing. We call it dummy fighting here in Scotland, uh, but... When you, when you were wrestling, who was your guy? Did you, did you give yourself a character? I think I just wanted to be like Jeff Hardy. Mm. Nice. And it was obviously, it was the start of the TLC, wasn't it? And when obviously the attitude here and just loved it, giving it all all that and all that. Uh, but, you, nah, I loved him. you see, mate, I've, I've told this on here before, but 
I had my character was badass Mike Austin. I was uh, st I was Steve Austin's brother. Um, and we had. I mean, these are the things, man. I, I loved all that Kieran. We went out my my mate um, Big Dave's brother's back door. He's his back door was a mess with all these stinking mattresses and we'd save up money to go and be in queue and buy underlay and try and fucking build a ring and all that. It was it was brilliant. All the, the memories I've got are uh, being at the back door and where they scrapped the cars and there was it was a perfect car and we we my mates rock bottomed me on it. So obviously the, <laughs> the, eggs, the roof and we went there the next day and some geezers like looking at it, trying to mend it and he looked at us and he's chased us off because he obviously knew we'd done it. <laughs> That was all good fun. Did you, did you take any of the wrestling, your wrestling techniques into the, onto the pitch, David? Like, you know, like clotheslining, like uh, strikers and all that sort of stuff? Oh, I'd, I'd love to. I think most of them are too quick for me now. But um, honestly, when I talk about wrestling to football, like football, I can't believe it. That's, that I still watch it. What? I know it's mental, isn't it? Just, just imagine you taking it into like a wrestling storyline into a big game, right? Here's the scenario, right? So... Uh, you're playing for England, right? Mm -hmm. You're getting ready to. Uh, uh, you get ready to. Someone's getting ready to take a penalty, right? From your team, the England team. You run up behind them. Low blow. What uh. the hell is we are doing? What the hell is we are doing? You take off the top. There's a France top below it, right? <laughs> or Germany, whatever you want to go for, right? Nobody can believe it. We us cost England. We us cost England. As he walks <laughs> off. Angela Merkel comes out from the tunnel, gives you a big bug. <laughs> Wembley loses his mind. We have turned his back. How can he do it? And the next time we're back at Wembley, think of the tickets they would sell. <laughs> they would sell. Uh, you see the England guys come after you, David. Come on. I'd have to do the double turn, the one and go back to England. Brilliant, man. That's brilliant. Here, David, is there any um football players that we uh might not know that are wrestling fans? Surely early years you've managed to come across another teammate that's went here. I'm in a bit of the wrestling, I know. Uh, I don't think they're the, like massive like me, but you, you you you'll know this when you start talking to people and they say they don't like wrestling, but when you start talking to them, they know everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and like they, they love the conversation, don't they? They do. They do. It's like, sort of they deny it, and it? it's like, yeah, they do, and I don't know why. Mm -hmm. But uh, Andrew with kids. He's, he's a big fan. Who? Uh, Andrew Lonigan. It was the it was the like the sub keeper at Liverpool when they won the the Premier League. All right, aye. He's a he's a big fan, yeah. It's funny, right? Because I'm looking up your Wikipedia, right? Did you? So you you basically um, an injury to Jonathan Woodgate made you become a regular player for for Middlesbrough. Yeah. Back in the, uh... Mate, I met a guy in Salou that said he was Jonathan Woodgate's manager, right? And he said he could. <laughs> and this was when I was about twelve, and he promised me hunters a feeler gear. He said he could get me loads of feeler gear at the time. And he gave me his number and he gave me his, and I gave him my address and I honestly phoned him every fortnight and he said, I'm going to be sending you up some Jonathan Woodgate gear, Hunters of Feeler gear, and it never ever fucking came. <laughs> I don't think he's ever wore Feeler, to be honest. He's <laughs> <laughs> got it, man. No, I think he's got off that one. <laughs> You're from Redcar, David. Um, you've wrestled down Redcar way a few times, Grado, haven't you? My first ever match outside of Scotland was in Redcar, I'm sure. Was that the. Uh... Oh. Red Car Bowl? 
I can't remember if it was red. You know, there was two venues in about that way that I always remember. Somewhere in Redcar, and then there was Billingham, Billingham Sinfonia. Yeah, Billy Sinners. Yeah. Mate, that was a great venue, man. Is that far from you? No, that's about 20 minutes away. Mate, I'm Billy. telling you, man, there were some great matches that took place in that. That's where fucking um, Takeshi Morishima for Japan wrestled there. Um, God, I think maybe low key and guys like that. There was loads of indie, indie guys that ended up going there and there were some good shows, free CW shows. Did you ever get to any, any of them, free CW? Uh, no. I used to go to a few in uh, Middle, Middlesbrough Town Hall. I don't know if you... Don't know if I've been there. Who, what was the promotion called? Do you remember now? No, it was a long time ago, that. But then I've been to a few in um, Manchester. I can't remember what that was either. Um, what, what was your theme tune then? Was it... Still Madonna. Oh, no. I, no, no, back then, no, no. I was in a tag team called the Lowlanders. Oh, <laughs> Aye, which was, um, it was at that time in my life, you know. I think we used a song called uh, Remedy by Cold, and then we used My Generation, and oh, bang pipes and all that. I used My Generation once. I felt fucking brilliant, to be fair. I was, on, I was on one of my YouTube, uh, you go on my YouTube for hours, don't you, at night, and I found, I found your entrance at, what is it, Shug's... Shug's uh, House Party. Yes! <laughs> There's uh, the guy that made that good as well, by the way. He's a man. One of the best entrances I've ever seen. I tell you what, <laughs> mate, I tell you what, mate, I've got to agree. <laughs> you know, that's one of the hard things, isn't it? See, as a wrestling commentator and as a fan, it's really hard not to pop crazy when something like that is happening, by the way, because yeah. we just got told that Gredo's going to do like the Goldberg entrance and it's like, are you fucking shitting me? Are you fucking shitting me? I can't wait to see this. And he just fucking knocked it at the park, man. He knocked Goldberg it at the fucking park. In one, in one entrance. Right, it's, um, it's the one that I like to, um, once I've got a couple of drinks in me, I usually get the, the girl Fenty. Yeah. Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> wait till you see this. She's like, I've seen it a hundred times. No, but watch it again. <laughs> David, you've you just recently retired from football, haven't you? No, not I'm not officially retired. I think I'm oh. just getting a, I'm getting an operation soon. I've got I've got I've had a disc problem with me back for years. So I've yeah, got, right. Really, I've just been like take painkillers every day for training to get through it. Oh, you make it as a wrestler then? I know exactly. So are you the, are you the, are you the hottest? Are you the hottest free agent in the business just now, or have you still got a contract to hold them? Free agent. I wouldn't say the hottest, but I'm yeah, free agent. <laughs> <laughs> No, hopefully I'll get, I'll get this uh, 4th of November and then the surgeon says it's like four months out, so hopefully I'll, I'll play after that. What about Cheeky We Move Up to Scotland? I know, mate, I was going to say that. Have you? Uh, has that ever been on the cards? Yeah, I was on my way, I was on my way to Kilmarnock. Um, oh, yeah. No way! 2000, like the summer of 2019, I, I lived in Bolton, I was driving up, I got to like Lancaster and I thought, I just, I just pulled in the services, I thought, I can't be honest with this journey. <laughs> <laughs> It's up and left, isn't it? Sort of David, David, I live in Kilmarnock and the ground is literally five minutes from our house and I can't be asked on the journey. No. <laughs> I could have stayed at your house. That's funny. I need to ask you about that then. So was that, would that have been Steve Clark or would that have been the Italian? The uh, the foreign fella. Ah, uh, I can't remember his name. Juju. Oh, yeah, oh the Italian boy. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Benito. Missoni or Tony or... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Something like that. But, um, but Jordan Jones is, is a good mate of mine. From He's from Red Car as well. Rangers or Celtic? <laughs> Holy crap. Well, I've not been asked that since I was in primary school. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. What did you say? 
Rangers, I think. Good one, mate. Right, yeah. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Billy hates all this talk. This well, more, importantly, more importantly, WWE or AEW? <laughs> it, it, WWE for now, but I don't know. It's, it's, getting, it's getting a tough one, isn't it? Yeah. It's uh, in my head, man. Confession though, I've only ever seen two Kenny Omega matches. Oh, you've seen them all then. <laughs> it was a uh, okay, okay, the first Okada match, and this one with Brian Danielson. Oh, what a match though! Oh, a great match. Yeah. Brilliant, wasn't it? No, I'm only kidding on Kenny Omega. As he has something else, man. He has he's he's superb, and he is right now the hottest guy, isn't he? When you think about it. Marcus. He's got a square arse. Anybody notice that? He's got a square no. arse. No. Oh, but he's got nice big thick hair. That's true. No, I haven't. I wish I had his hair. <laughs> my my favourite ever match was uh, the Rock and Hulk Hogan. Not the best match, not the best wrestling match, but the fans was class. Yeah. Yeah. Mate, 100%. I've got to agree with you. If, it's one of the matches where if you were, 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 were to watch back, something that you like, the Rock and Hogan on it. That was the first thing when I got the network. That was the first thing I watched on it again. Mm-hmm. A couple of other ones, just quite. You say you're 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 training just now to get um, obviously with the back surgery and what have you coming up. I love asking this. How many theme? Tra- how many music do you listen to on your training Spotify or whatever? And you go, this could be my entrance music because <laughs> everybody does it. You listen to it and you just imagine that this this would be mine. This would be my entrance music. What would it be? What would it be? Mm. Sweet Child of Mine, Guns N' Roses is quite good, isn't it? When it the drums, oh, yeah. the drum, the drums at the start. That's good. Randy the Rams. That's Randy the Rams in it, and the wrestler. I've never watched that movie, you know. You kidding oh, on, mate? I'm not. You need to watch it the night. I will. You need to watch it the night, mate. But I'll get it on. Telling you, if you love that song as entrance music, you greet at the wrestler when he comes out of that it's that again mate get that watched about, uh, Jake the Snake's life that really isn't it like all based, based on him or... there's a few wrestlers that sort of you, you could say it was based on yeah. you'll love it mate you'll love it yeah I'll get it on well mate that was uh, really good anything else you want to add about wrestling <laughs> oh, i about wrestling all night <laughs> <laughs> who, who are your favourite wrestlers who's your fav- one favourite wrestler Probably if I had to decide it of all time, I'd probably have to still say The Rock. Yeah, Ric Flair for me. Aye. Can I see how many more about me? He's been cancelled. Yeah, he's been cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you this. Uh, what's, uh, what's three of your favourite matches? You mentioned Rock versus Hogan, but you kind of give us, like, I know it's really hard to go, what's your favourite matches of all time? But what's three of your favourites that you keep going back to, David, that you watch again and again and again? Because you know you're wrestling, mate, but what's your what's your favourites, your guilty pleasures? Royal Rumble 92. Nice. Perfect. Uh, all in it. I'll tell you what I liked. Nakamura and Sami Zayn. And oh, brilliant. Debut. WrestleMania weekend. Oh, man. That's when Nakamura was proper hot, wasn't he? I mean, I like him being a king and having uh, the boy playing his guitar and all that, but it's just a bit, you know. And I like Gargano and Cole. I liked, um, which Shawn Michaels Undertaker. I think it's probably the second one. Oh, oh yes. the retirement one. Yeah, yeah. When Shawn retired. Aye. That's up there, isn't it? Well, you've certainly get big. You've certainly get good taste, big in. I know. I think I do. Me, my missus don't think I do. Like. <laughs> Dave, thank you so much for coming on. No, no problem. My pleasure, anyway. Aye, mate. I'll need to get a wee follow on Instagram and anytime we're, we're doing shows down there, I'll give you a wee shout. You can come along or whatever. Thank you, 
Hey, it's better than talking about football, talking about wrestling. So I'm Tell me about it, mate. <laughs> well, look, see, see if you ever get a, a chance to pundit anything, just do me a favour and you're talking about football and just try and drop in as many wrestling references like going, you know <laughs> something, this reminds me, this might be the FA Cup final, but this reminds me of Hogan versus Rock at WrestleMania. <laughs> You can get that stuff in me. That would be amazing. <laughs> I'll do it. Brilliant. Right. You're some man, we are. I'll tell you, you're some man. You've, you've got good taste, Biggin. And listen, I hope you get that move up to the SBL at one point. That's far, isn't it? From... <laughs> I'm telling you. I do, I do love that. Give me a multi-million pound contract. Uh, but come on, you know what I mean? Those services are fucking... Uh. You're the Cheers, man. Cheers, bud. Thank you, right? Thanks, See you later. Look after yourself, pal. Look after yourself, son. Take care. Hattie, bye. You just made the list! Every week we take a wrestling-related subject and we put them in order. And ladies and gentlemen, this is what we call the list of wrestling daft. I've got some dream matches. Are you ready to hear what they are? Here's number three. John Moxley... Versus Cactus Jack versus Terry Funk. Oh, that's a shoot. If you are going to do it, then do it big, mate. Now, here's the thing. I don't like John Moxley's kind of non-say-shoulders thing that he does. I really don't like that. I hate that, Billy. I, I don't get it. Is it meant to look cool, Grado? I don't get it. It's annoying. Is it meant to be intimidating? Like, I, I, I don't get it. Aye, if somebody walked up to you like that, you'd be like, be in. Mm-hmm. It's like remember that you would you would give abuse to boys at school that walked about with a swagger that thought they were hard but they totally right. weren't. It's like that. Can I calm down, mate? Mind your neck, and son. And, and they, nothing, face, mere, nothing was made the salmon in the world and going look at the swagger in this. Cunt. And they're like, ah, oh, come on. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, but I, 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 I'm a big fan of what John Moxley does in the ring. The characters I think are a little cringy, to be honest. See mm. anybody that turns around and goes, I'm dangerous, mate. Oh, I'm mental. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get you. I'm going to squish your heat. You know, it's somebody that tells you they're mental. Like, Caddish Jack doesn't he tell you he's mental. Terry Funk doesn't he tell you he's mental. He's just mental. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I like what John Moxley does, and I just think him versus Cactus Jack in his prime. We never got to see Dean Ambrose versus Mick Foley, but I would love to see John Moxley versus uh, Cactus Jack and Terry Funk, man. See ECW around about like 94 or 95 or something. Mm-hmm. Just imagine that. They would tear a place up. They would mm-hmm. try and just kill each other. Cactus and Terry would do all, you know, would, would just try and murder each other and Moxley would do all the work around them. I think that would be a great TV, man. I'd love to see that. But like uh, the NWA World Heavyweight title or something. Aye, something cool. Aye, I like that, Billy. Well done. All right, this is what I've got at number two for you. What about one more time we have a Rhodes versus a Flair? Right? Mm-hmm. Cody Rhodes versus Charlotte. Oh, wow. God. Right? Because if there's any female wrestler in the world... I can pull mm-hmm. that off. It'd be mad, Charlotte. Billy, that's that's brilliant. Just think about that. Just think about that. I just, I think that would just be a money match. One more time. One more time. Charlotte challenging that. for, a, watch for that. A, a men's world heavyweight title. I'd watch that. I think that'd be good. And I, and I think the pair of them would just rip it up because mm-hmm. I think Cody's great. I don't quite get what he's meant to be 
Like everyone keeps going, oh, Cody's turning heel just now. It's like, but he's always been kind of heel, to be honest. Cody's kind of like that guy that works at the Arnold Clark that tries to be everyone's pal at the Christmas party. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, it's like, yeah, you're bang on. I said that, I said that last week, but I says everybody was choking for him to turn heel. I says just let him keep doing what he's doing and let the yeah. crowd just react to it even more every week. Like Cena did in the mid 2000s, they never turned him heel, but you tuned in to see him getting booed. That's it. That's it. I, I think he, he, he's going to get there on his own. Mm-hmm. And then one day he'll finally, like, I don't know who. Who's the baby face he could hoof in the balls? He'll he'll call Daniel Bryan or whatever. I uh, or like um Adam Page the world title or something, yep. and the place will just fucking lose his shit. Brand mm-hmm. new feud and we're off. Yep. That's the races. And this is my last one, number one. Now, I'm a big fan of tag team wrestling, but I, and I know they did do it in impact, but it was horrendous because it was too late. They were all past their <laughs> right. prime. I'm interested. Right? Let's say we get the Nasty Boys from 1991 in their prime against the Dudleys. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm yeah, talking yeah. in their prime, TLC, Dudleys, <laughs> fucking May Young through a table, Dudleys versus the Nasty Boys from 1991. They could go toe-on-toe with the Legion of Doom, the Steiners, all those guys. Just let them rip Madison Square Garden apart. Just let them go for it, man. Because even though, like, even though they were, even see back then they were still kind of athletic, the nasty boys. And I just think it would be a money match. But I went I love that. Yep. So there we go, and we'll, uh, and that that's my three, they, they, that's my they, three matches. I can't match them, man. They're really, really. That's definitely outside the box. I was thinking about that stuff like um, Drew versus Shawn Michaels. I think would be good. That would be amazing. Sabu versus. Uh, Darby Allen when Sabu is in his prime. Oh, fuck. Cabana, Cabana and Les Kellett would be would have been good to see. Um, <laughs> that'd have been good. But they're they're brilliant. I especially love that Cody one. That's brilliant. We we got a couple of ones in from listeners. I don't know what you think. Bam Bam Bigelow versus Yokozuna. Nice. Uh, Mr. Perfect versus uh, Kenny Omega. Brilliant. Right. You over that one. Ra- Ra- Ravish and Rick Rude versus MJF. Who's oh, that's a, that's a fucking belter. Yeah, I just think some of these ones are a wee bit too similar, samey, samey. It's yeah. a bit like, I'm, I'm burying what I just said about Cabana and Les Kellett, but sometimes it doesn't always work when two guys have, have got the similar type of shtick, do you know what I mean? There's a, there's a couple other ones that have came in. It's, uh, Sandy has said Brian Danielson versus Owen Hart. Hmm. That'd be good. Him versus Brett. Uh, Brett uh, uh, Albert Dean. I think I'm pronouncing that right. It's actually got Bret Hart versus Kurt Angle. Aye, I mean, that would be, yeah, that would be, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit hot. I'm sure Bret, uh, Kurt Angle always wanted that, didn't know, after, because I'm sure I read that after he started, like, getting right into wrestling and watching the old tapes, he was gutted that Bret had retired by the time he knew all about it. Oh, man. I watched that Goldberg kick that he takes. See the one that really dials in the concussion for a Bret Hart, man? It's ugly. Don't ever watch it. It's stinking. Shut your ears, Ian Andrew Dice Clay, right? But there is a conspiracy that that was never the the shot that um, concussed him. Apparently, right. if you, there's a bit in earlier the match where he falls off the ring onto the outside and he takes a dodgy, dodgy fall, and there's a conspiracy that that was in it. But as I say, I'm no, I'm just, I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> and uh, uh, we got a couple other ones as well. This is probably my favourite one. This is G- CM Jakes. Um, it said Brock Lesnar versus Shawn Michaels. 
that would be good. Did that no harm? I don't think it did, did it? No, I don't think so, no. I think Sean was retired by the time Brock was doing his thing. Well. Or even at that point, I could see Sean like being at the end of his career and go, getting him a him, fuck that. Throw Aye, him that's him. true. Next one's a belter here, that's Walter one. All right, this is Johnny said Walter versus Drew McIntyre versus Pete Dunne. Walter just versus Drew, that'd be superb, man. That would be superb. Walter versus anyone. Walter very rarely does anything out with a five-star match, man. All his matches are just fucking, you know, look at Dragunov, look at the match against um, Rampage as well. Um, Champa. Like, every, everything that Walter does just turns to go, man. He's just a big bastard that lets folk work around him and he just gets to pound him into match. What do you want in wrestling? Do you know what I mean? Right. Either a big guy like that, he's, Walter's never going to do a moonsault, is he? No. no. You know, they'll get him down a tope. So they're all, they're all great ones. That's that's your list. That's your list. Remember that? Worst moonsault ever. I love that clip. Me trying them insult and you shouting that was the best, man. Worst um, moonsault ever. <laughs> I love that. I love that clip. All right, every week we jump into a virtual car and retell some of the funny and embarrassing moments from our lives in the form of a road story. So we take on the roles of wrestlers and recount your tale uh, on the way back from a pretend show and attempt to pop one another. So I tell you what, it's going to be Grado that's going to be taking us on one of his road stories today. So I tell you what, Grado, what have you got for us? Right, okay. Right. So we're getting in the motor, right? And I'll just uh, right get the engine on. <clears throat> you have a good night to show the night, Billy. Did you come and take good? What a time, mate! What a time! I couldn't believe it. Like honestly, this one lassie just got so wet from a commentary. She ripped off her seat. It was fucking what a night. <laughs> well, what it's funny. Night. It's funny you mention that, mate, because I've ever told you about the time that my mate had a wedding up in Edinburgh. No. Right. Well. No. Well, see, me and my, my bod at the time, right, we were, in, we were invited to the, the night time do. Now, I'm going to take this time to say I couldn't stand it. I better actually, if my real buds listen, I better hope she doesn't think it's... By the way, this is a no me that's saying this. <laughs> um, just because I know she's next, so she'll be going, what's he fucking talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Right, I'll take t- I'll take the time to say this. I can restore her at this point. Right, anyway, a few hours into the do, I got talking to this boy, and as soon as he heard it was a Jody, he was my best mate. So Billy, we got absolutely shit faced, and all the time I'm leaving my bird to sitting there, sitting there, Todd. Right, when the do was over, we were going to a taxi to our hotel. Now I spewed oil the taxi because one. I'm not a good traveller, especially when I'm 10 years deep, but that's only a start of it and it's the last I can remember. Once we get back to the room, she starts having a massive go at me for bailing her all night and talking to randoms. And whilst we were arguing, I stripped off her bed but decided I needed a shite while I was still arguing with her. So she says that she was shouting and bawling and I just went silent. And she gave it a minute, she came in to see that I'd passed out in the toilet, I'd fell forward with my face flat in the flare, and my ass in there. <laughs> like, like Grado, I suffer from IBS. <laughs> and this is when it decided to flare up. Oh, Squirting no. watery shite oil the bathroom was, she kicked me in a rage, then realised, in the fall, 
I'd swallowed my tongue. Lucky she was a nurse. Anyway, the next thing I can remember is being slumped, bollock naked, up against the bed, and two paramedics standing near me. They realised I was just pissed, and they let me go to my bed. So I woke up in the morning, with a stoning heat, and a raging bird that spent the whole night cleaning my shite after the toilet was. We ran roll a toilet roll. <laughs> they wouldn't be checked out. The tiny concierge asked me if I was alright. Asked me if I was fresh. So I thought, thinking, I'm thinking here that he'd seen me come in piss, and I said, I am alright, mate, I'm, I'm fine, thanks. This promoted, this prompted a slap in the head for the bird who said, This is a poor bastard that carried you for the toilet, even though you were naked, covered in shit, and twice his size. <laughs> During all this, right, she lost her phone in the taxi, which was also my fault somehow, and made for a fun tour drive back. Once we get home, I got half, uh, a, a, a wee phone call off her. Some lad had picked up her phone for the taxi, and we could go and pick it up. For fucking bigger. Fuck! <laughs> Being a typical woman, she wouldn't just let me do the four-hour round trip the next day, man, it's fresh. I had to drive up there and get it there and then. Needless to say, the relationship didn't last much longer. And that was joined here today, passed in to the services at Rest and Bath by... Phil Dunnett. <laughs> there we are. I quite like that one because there was no, there was no sexual stuff. It's just shite and sickness and... I like the sex that was all right. The sex stories are always the best ones. I like that. I like that. Anything that involves shite is always a big pop for me as well, man. <laughs> and I can like, relate to the boy with IBS and stuff like that. I know how it is, especially when you're on the drink. Listen, I, I, I shot myself at a six-year-old's birthday party three weeks ago on a seesaw, so I can't say fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna send that into the road story next week, Billy. I will do it, mate. I will do it. I didn't, I didn't have a gig that night as well. Good go home. I <laughs> <laughs> shot myself on a seesaw, and my wife, Heather, did actually look me in the face going, that's the lowest you've ever been. That's the, this is the worst. <laughs> this is the worst. Oh, it's uh, funny. Remember, mate. give us your funny stories. You can uh, do them in uh, to uh, wrestling daft or email wrestling daft at gmail.com. So uh, next time you can come around in the car with us and I'll I'll bring some air. Uh, I don't want to boast, but I've got some wing gums in my bag. Next time I'll, <laughs> I'll crack them open. Well, Billy, it's been a, this has been a fun all night with you. It's been good catching up with you. Um, I'm sure it's now 10 o'clock at night. You're up at the back of four. I'm up at the back of four. John's up at the back of four. How much sleep are you getting? These, uh, well, for the week? right now, my wife is actually away and the kids are at granny's, so I'm getting more sleep than I've ever had in my fucking life. Oh, but, really? Uh, I don't get a lot of sleep at the best of times anyway. See that third Wayne, mate? A fucking game changer. Jesus <laughs> Christ. I did three, I thought you only had two, Billy. No, mate, we had a third right at the start of lockdown because oh. she loves it. Um, fucking hell, Billy, man. That's brilliant, but I mean, I, I remember you used to, I remember you doing commentary gigs and basically sleeping in your Megan. Was that a Megan you had? A scenic? Oh, fuck me. Yeah, yeah, I did. And I used to go, oh my god, how does he do it? I mean, I always thought that my, at that time, I thought, god, my work ethic is fucking, I'm really doing well here, this is right hustling, but you were, you were fucking just as bad, man, if no worse. Kind of, kind of bagged it now, to be honest, with the kids coming back. So, 
But um, good, I love but... it. That's the problem. That's the problem, mate. That's the problem. I'll tell you what, will we pick a listener then of the week? What was, what, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. What was a good one? Any ideas? What are you thinking? Listener of the week? I've got to say, going back to the Bond ones, some of them were really good. I would get to Shamer. You, you can't give Shamer. We can't give it to Shamer. I don't know. Alright, okay, we can give it to Shamer. Why get to Shamer, mate? Yeah, let's get to Shamer. You need to. Yeah, Shamer's the listener of the week, man. <laughs> he's going to put that on a poster. That's going to be the CV. That'll be Twitter bio. Listener of the week. There you go. Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> former, former champion in X, Y, and Z and listener of the week in wrestling. Right, there you go. Billy, thank you very much for uh, covering for Rab. I know, mate. Thanks so much, yeah. man. It's been brilliant seeing you it's again. It's been so much fun anytime. The big man's big man. We big. Rab's going to be back next week. I've just realised um, I want to say at the end of this episode, I know, do you remember Granny, Billy? Do you remember granny? Drew's, Drew's granny, his next door neighbour, the old guy yes. that we called Johnny? He died uh, two days ago. I didn't know. Uh, so I want to dedicate this episode to the wee guy that stayed. He was a great guy. He used to come to all the shows, especially when Drew was on the Indies. He would come to all of them, bring PCs and merch and stuff like that. He used to pop everybody backstage. We Larry, Larry, a.k.a. Drew's granny, who passed away this week. So this uh, episode's dedicated to him. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.